so guys let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, Biden administration and uh, the role it is playing in this whole thing uh, between Israel and Hamas as well as the tensions the the communal tensions that we are seeing in Israel so before a Biden administration we had Trump administration we had four years of Trump, uh, Trump administration and uh, well there was obviously you know many things wrong with it I mean the Trump administration there were you know many things wrong with it and uh, there was a lot of criticism of course the mainstream media was against Trump since day one and uh, probably half of that criticism was valid in some way or the other you know uh, personally I'm not a big fan of Trump I, I really don't like his personality uh, but you know I'm, 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 a, I'm a person who judges a head of state based on his policies his or her policies and so of course that's what I'm going to do with uh, Mr. Trump and uh, I think that enough credit is not given to him for what he achieved in Middle East uh, I think he uh, he achieved uh, in Middle East uh, great things and uh, I mean he took out uh, ISIS leader al-Baghdadi he took out uh, Qasem Soleimani um, he gave us the uh, Abraham Accords and uh, he recognized uh, Jerusalem as Israel's capital now this thing that you know uh, recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital it was very important because for me I mean I, I really don't have uh, you know a personal connection to Jerusalem in that way I'm not even a religious person um, and uh, but but you know for me it was important because it gave a message to Palestinians and uh, the Palestinian leaders that they cannot simply afford to wait out Israel because that's what they've been trying to do. They've been trying to wait out Israel. They, they have this wild fantasy in their heads um, and uh, that fantasy says that, you know, Israel is going to disappear in some time. They, they they certainly do not know how that's gonna happen but somehow some way magically Israel will you know somehow uh, will be destroyed or it, it will simply disappear from the map and then this whole land from the river to the sea as they say is going to be ours and that that this this wild fantasy this really does exist in in many people in the Palestinian society I'm not kidding about this this is this is not an uh, you know exaggeration or something and it, this just not only exists in the uh, Palestinian society but it also exists in the uh, wider Muslim world in, in many uh, you know pockets of uh, uh, Muslim world and uh, so so I think when Trump did this thing with the Jerusalem it, it sent the right message to the Palestinian leadership that you cannot afford to wait out Israel you have to come to the you know table and you have to you know negotiate with Israel and you have to try to resolve this conflict because since day one Israel has been the only party which has been uh, you know willing to find uh, a reasonable solution to this whole conflict and it has always been the Arab side the the Palestinian side which has been unwilling and not just unwilling but stubbornly unwilling uh, aggressively unwilling 
to make any kind of compromise whatsoever. They want everything from their word to the sea, and that is just, I mean, that is just nonsensical, you know? Israel is not going to go anyway. So, that's the thing. So, when Trump administration recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, it sent the right message to the people who needed to hear that message. And I think that message was uh, pretty well received at that time. But I think that Palestinian leaders were also counting on the administration change in the White House. And uh, that finally happened. Now, the first thing, the first few things that Mr. Uh, President Biden did when he entered White House was he delisted Houthis, um, the Yemeni Iran-backed group Houthis. He delisted them. He delisted them as a terrorist group, um, and uh, he didn't even ask for anything in return. He simply did that on his own, you know. And it was a reward to that militant group in uh, Yemen. And right after that, he uh, renewed uh, aid to the Palestinian Authority. Now, if you guys remember. Uh, Mr. Trump, he blocked that aid because Palestinian Authority pays salaries to terrorists. These terrorists, they have killed innocent Israelis. So, I mean, Trump administration realized that uh, sending this message is, is uh, critical to the whole uh, idea of peace uh, between these two countries or let me say between these two nations because of course Palestine is not a real country at least not yet so so yeah I mean that's uh, that's something that uh, Mr. Biden did uh, when he uh, took charge in the White House and you know these actions they encouraged uh, these extremists and remember Houthis and Hamas, they are all linked to uh, Iran, even BIJ. In fact, BIJ is even more closely allied to Iran. And all of these groups, they, they, you know, they, they remain in very close contact with the Iranian regime, uh, especially with the IRGC. So, Mr. Biden essentially uh, encouraged these extremists, not to mention what he did with the whole uh, nuclear deal and, you know, what, what he's doing about that and all these sanctions, you know the lifting on of, of sanctions and of the, all of that I'm not going to go into that so so now we've got chaos in in Jerusalem in other places in Israel and of course between uh, Israel and Gaza now the question is is this chaos uh, in some way uh, being uh, green lighted by the Biden administration, right? Um, has it been greenlighted by the Biden administration? That is the question. And uh, I personally, you know, I, I think that I, I don't have a conclusive position on this right now, but I am leaning towards that, yes, um, it, it could be quite likely that uh, Biden administration... Um, 
wittingly or unwittingly uh, might have uh, greenlighted this uh, round of violence because it encouraged what what Mr. Biden did, uh, the things that he, uh, you know, he he's he's achieved uh, since he, you know, he's been in the White House. Those things, those decisions, they they encouraged extremists throughout the world, and you know this is this is the this is the consequence. In fact, one of the several consequences uh, we are seeing and we will be seeing. Um, so, so yeah, I mean that is that is the thing here because this thing could have happened when. Uh, President Trump uh, recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, but it did not. People said that there will be World War III. Well, there was nothing. But now, all of a sudden, Hamas thinks that it's okay to fire hundreds and hundreds of rockets towards Tel Aviv. We are not even talking about settlements. We are not, not talking about, uh, you know, the, the southern Israel. We are talking about central Israel. So... Of course, you know, uh, Hamas has been encouraged. Now, like I said, I am leaning towards this idea that Biden administration might have wittingly or unwittingly greenlighted this whole uh, round of violence. And at the same time, I'm also um, going to say that Iran, in all of this, because Iran is the actual state sponsor of terrorism it is the state sponsor of all of these groups actually so since iran has been feeling uh, you know uh, very emboldened lately uh, ever since uh, biden uh, you know entered the white house because iran sees mr biden as a very weak president and since Iran is feeling emboldened and encouraged, it is natural that Iranian proxies or groups that are very closely, very, very closely aligned uh, with Iran, with the, with the Iranian regime and the IRGC, those groups are also going to feel encouraged and emboldened. And uh, that is something that uh, has likely happened here. And, uh, you know, we, we, we simply cannot uh, uh, turn our eyes away from the facts. I think this uh, portion of responsibility for this violence right now, which Israel is facing, falls on the White House, falls on the Biden administration. And it's foolish, utterly foolish decisions that it took since day one that, is, uh, that it has uh, took charge of the White House. So... Um, I think this is uh, this is what's going on, and uh, the fun part is that Biden administration actually uh, wrote to Mahmoud Abbas to de-escalate, as if Mahmoud Abbas has any kind of control on anything, except maybe his bank account. So I mean, Mahmoud Abbas has absolutely no control over anything. Uh, the Palestinian extremists who are uh, rioting in, in Israel right now, um, including in Jerusalem, as well as Hamas itself in Gaza, uh, or the PIJ for that matter. None of these groups or individuals, they actually care 
even a little bit what a boss has to say they are not gonna take orders from a boss they don't even respect that guy they mock him you know those Palestinian extremists those you know Islamists who were uh, chanting slogans outside Alexa a couple of days ago those hateful uh, slogans they were chanting in favor of uh, Hamas they were not chanting in favor of uh, Mahmoud Abbas so Mahmoud Abbas is not in charge here and the fact that Biden administration is writing to Mahmoud Abbas and asking him to you know do his uh, part in the de-escalation I mean that is just preposterous that is that is absurd why why would you even do that because he is clearly not in charge you just gave him money you just said that you know we are gonna renew the the stuff that we were giving you all this time no questions asked and you can you know you can continue to pay salaries to terrorists and we are completely fine with that so you I mean first of all Mahmoud Abbas does not even have any reason to tr even try to de-escalate and even if he comes out and you know gives a couple of statements uh, Palestinian extremists are gonna turn on him right they are not gonna listen to him at all in fact he in fact that thing could actually weaken his position even more so like I said I don't even think he's gonna do that because he probably also recognizes his own position right now he realized that Hamas has successfully one-upped him in this whole uh, round of clash Hamas has you know um, largely established itself as the uh, protector of uh, Alexa and unless Israel does something about it unless Israel uh, you know takes charge of the equation once again this is this is going into you know in into the favor of Hamas to be honest it is already winning the media war at least so I mean that's the thing so I really do not think that Mahmoud Abbas is going to um, you know come out uh, and uh, call for de-escalation and uh, he might uh, decide to remain quiet and not incite anymore uh, even chances of that happening are pretty slim, slim to be honest um, but like I said assuming that even if he comes out and say something about it I mean you know Palestinians are simply not gonna listen to him and they are gonna you know insult him even more <laughs> they already insult him so much <laughs> i mean if you just take a look at uh, arabic uh, social media palestinian social media you will find uh, hilarious jokes about mahmoud abbas you know i mean palestinians have absolutely zero respect for that guy and he's certainly not in charge of anything on the ground so yeah um, so anyway you know uh, let's hope that a biden administration um plays its uh, role its due role in uh, clearing this mess that might have actually happened because of its uh, decisions that it made uh, and uh, we can only hope that right anyway guys this is this is really what i wanted to discuss and uh, we'll be back we'll be back very soon take care